Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. in the mix here, y'all. Welcome to Saturday, June 13th, 2015, y'all. Got a great show for you this evening. How y'all doing out there on Facebook land? Happy birthday to all the June birthdays. There's so many. I, uh, a couple of my homeboys, uh, got birthdays this month. And I want to Wish them a happy birthday. Of course, a lot of them don't want to don't want to disclose the uh, the year anymore. Needless to say, they all old, y'all. <laughs> they all old. Hey, we just tell them like it is out here. You know what our motto is: to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Uh, we come to you in live and living color, y'all, every series from 7 to 9 over Blog Talk Radio. We're on the Internet, y'all, out in cyberspace here, if y'all don't know. Uh, tell a friend about us. Every series we advocate on behalf of. Americans of African descent advocate for social justice on their behalf. Not because we don't love everybody, we do. But by extension, we find ourselves advocating for that community. The Lord knows we need all the advocacy we can get with some of the shenanigans that's going on here today. 
I still can't get the image of the policeman out in Texas manhandling uh, this young teenager as if she was uh, a hardened criminal. I can't get that image out of my mind, y'all. It, it's, it borders on assault in my mind. Uh, the policeman did resign. I don't know if that's enough. So just resigned. He issued an apology. Suppose uh that's some some uh, solace can be drawn up from that. I I still just got a horrible feeling about uh, the image of him wrestling that young <clears throat> girl to the ground like that. And then uh, putting his foot in the middle of her back, slamming her head into the dirt. Uh, all because, according to his attorney, he uh, was stressed out uh, by the events of, uh, you know, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, comment on that. I, I uh, have no way of knowing exactly the state of mind. Uh, obviously, it was in a bad place. Uh, it was in a bad place. Yeah. We uh, He said race didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> I don't know. It the optics really uh, projected uh, that race did have something to do with it. Just the optics, you, you know. I, like I said, I can't get in this guy's uh, head. But would he have slammed uh, a young white female to the ground like that? I, you know, I would a black policeman slam a young white girl to the ground like that. Imagine the uproar, the uproar. Just imagine the uproar if that had been the case. Uh, you know, we a grand jury in Cleveland. <clears throat> found probable cause that the officer involved in the shooting of the 12-year-old up there found that there was probable cause to charge uh, the two officers in that case, and one of them with second-degree murder, the other one with uh, complicit, I believe, or something to that effect, which doesn't mean that uh, the Attorney General there, and that jurisdiction is going to charge him with anything. This is just a judge's recommendation or finding that there were probable cause to charge these guys with uh, manslaughter. Which uh, 
and my man should be the least of the charges. It should start from there and go to plain old murder. <laughs> plain old murder, y'all. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. We, that's what it was. Now, what, what else could have been but plain old murder? They just came back in their game, y'all. Tried to mess up. Three three by top of the ninth. We NBA finals tied up two two. LA well, Golden State. Golden State and the Cavaliers. It's all tied up. I got the Cavaliers winning this thing, y'all. It's going to be tough. They playing uh, shorthanded, to say the least. But everybody is banged up this time of year. And that NBA, I mean, 82 games, the regular season, running up and down on that hardwood can take a serious toll on you. I'm here to tell you, it can take a serious toll on your body. Uh, now, Uh, so we we just got to see it's a two out of three series now. They on their way back to uh, California for the next what next game? I think it all makes there back in Cleveland. And then the final game is in L.A. Well, Golden State, Golden State's got the uh, home court advantage. So if there is a game seven played in uh it'll be played in uh in California. So that should give them some kind of advantage, but in a game seven anything can happen. Anything can happen. Somebody can break the league, uh, file out of the game, uh, get technical and thrown out. Just anything can happen in the game seven. So it really become a, a just a toss up. If you get there, you can just flip a coin. You can pretty much just flip a coin. I believe unless you know one team is. Is far more superior to the other, and if you in a game seven, that means each team's won three games. So that seems to seem to throw that throw that argument out that somehow one is superior to the other, and they play in game seven. So uh, yeah, I uh, bit of news. NAAC, the local NAAC pre-president in Spokane, Washington, uh, come under fire on social media and and media in general. She, uh, the president, uh, has been 
passing for black. Turned out she's white. Uh, that's that's an unusual twist. I mean, well, I guess it's unusual. I don't really know how unusual it is that a white person would uh, pass off for black. Just looking at her, I mean, I can see some black characteristics in her features. So maybe there's a DNA test uh, <laughs> uh, needed here to determine exactly what a heritage is. Uh, her two parents are appear to be white, but, you know, who's to say? <laughs> mama's, mama's white daddy. <laughs> the real daddy is maybe. <laughs> That's right. She's been going all these years pretending that she, uh, well, uh, uh, asserting that she uh, was black and had a black father. Who knows? I'd say a DNA is in order. Maybe we'll get to the bottom of this thing. I don't know how this ever got out. I think her parents somehow outed her. Now, it would be something if somehow DNA <laughs> was taken and uh, her father why not be an American reference since. That would really... Uh, Shot the uh, that would really shot the uh, the about the white uh, father who thought he was a father all these years. I imagine that would be quite a shock to him. <laughs> Perhaps not so much the mother who <laughs> who you think would have. Uh, some idea who who did what when. Uh, so yeah, I just it seemed to be uh, creating quite a stir on social media. Should she lose her job? Or I don't think so. I, the NAACP, as far as I know, don't have any kind of race requirement to hold. In fact, it's against the law. To have any to discriminate based on race, I believe. <laughs> Although we know that uh, in this country, uh, discrimination has been prevalent in the workplace uh, uh, since day one. So, yeah, we 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 don't know. We don't know. Uh, TPP, that's the trade bill that the 
controllers that the president's trying to get through, it went down in flames. Well, at least part of it went down in flames at the hands of the Democrats. Oh, boy. The conservative news media is all up in arms about how the president got defeated by his own party. The Republicans got defeated by the Democrats. They don't want to mention that part of it because this is a Republican agenda of trade and all that stuff. Uh, it's, uh, they don't want to uh, admission that to them. They just said it's a defeat of uh, the president by his party. You're right. Come on, y'all. This thing is not over. They can bring that bill back up with some concessions. If the public, Republicans made some concessions, the Democrats uh, can, uh, well, the Congress can bring that thing back up and enlighten it and bring it back up. And uh, we'll go from there to see what happens. But to see what kind of uh, horse wrangling can be done over next few hours, the next 48 hours here. And I think uh, another vote is in order, and chances are, if we get uh, a few concessions, Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the Democrats will uh, turn around and vote for this. Uh, trade is necessary. Trade is necessary in order to uh, provide uh, uh in order to provide uh, strings for our uh, uh, manufacturers to export uh, their goods. Yeah, trade is very important, especially talking about the Asian Pacific, uh, China, and all the Japan and the rest of those countries over that way. Trade is very important for our uh, uh, businesses to uh, find uh, marks to sell their goods worldwide. You know, you can't sell everything here in this country. You gotta, it's a global uh, economy. You have to get out there and uh, do business in, uh, uh, around the world. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to pass eventually. They'll shut a lot of uh, the pundits down on conservative. Uh, Conservative uh, network television, or well, I can't say news or nothing about those guys is news. Fox is not a news channel; that's a reality show. Fox, the Fox is a reality show, y'all. There's nothing newsworthy about that outfit. Hey, I'm just saying, I can't see anything newsworthy about it. I don't know. Hmm. I'll uh, I don't know. But uh that's something to watch. That's something to watch. The two prisoners who walked out of jail last week up there in New York, they haven't called them yet. This is the biggest, uh, the most daring, the most daring escape 
that I have seen since uh, since Houdini came out out of that darn uh, straight jacket under the water, y'all. <laughs> this is the most daring escape that I've seen since Houdini escaped out of that straight jacket in chains under the water. Now I I don't care who helped them or how. <laughs> They got some lady locked up talking about she helped them. I don't care what she did. They got out of that prison by themselves in terms of, you know, knocking a hole in the wall, climbing through the pipes and cutting their way out of the pipes. Even left a smiley sign talking about, have a good day. We'll see you later. We out of here. Please don't know where they at. They've been looking all over New York, Vermont, Canada. <laughs> you know, it's not funny because those guys are dangerous criminals, y'all. These are two murderers here. They on the loose, and, and you know they they know that if they when they get caught, they going back to solitary confinement, and they don't want that. They gonna be, you know, they gonna it's gonna take a lot for those guys to just walk back into that jail. <laughs> they just go walk back in there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, too easy. I don't think. I don't know what kind of mindset they got. One thing, they're pretty industrious. Two are pretty industrious fellows. Of course, you, if you spend, you know, they've been in jail for quite a while, have a lot of time on your hands to sit around and think <laughs> on ways of how to get out of that place. I, I imagine. I mean, But that's a high maximum security prison there that they got out of. Uh, young kid in the news hung himself. Uh, hung himself after. Sitting at oh Rikers Island, Rikers, Rikers, Rikers Island is prisons up in New York, where courthouse juveniles and other prisoners are waiting for trial and low crime and stuff. But this one guy stayed in jail three years ago without being charged. Without being without being charged with anything or brought to court, he set up there in Rikers Island in jail for three years. Now, what and how? What and how uh, did this happen? How and what allowed this to happen? Ah, it's it's mind boggling, you know. It's mind boggling that a 17 year old could wind up in jail for supposedly stealing the backpack that he said he didn't steal, get thrown in jail (laughs) for three years without being tried (laughs) or charged. 
it, it, it's, it's nothing short of mind-boggling. While in jail, he spent two years in consolid, uh, solidarity confinement. Two years in solidarity confinement, which while there he was assaulted by fellow uh, inmates and by the guards. Uh, it's one of the most uh, devastating. It's one of the most examples of injustice that I've seen in a long, long time. Uh, how could this happen? How could that happen? Oof. I uh, want to know uh, I'd like to know Has to do with economics, part of it. The parents apparently didn't have money to uh, steal. I, I still don't understand why this young man didn't have a public defender, public defender uh, that would have got him out of jail, kept him out of jail for stealing the backpack or being accused of stealing the backpack. There's no way, there's just no way this young man should have been locked up for three years <laughs> without being charged in after three years the charge was dismissed. Oh, he done lost three years of his life in prison. Now, I, I don't know, y'all. Hey, y'all, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls. It's about uh, 27 after uh, 7 o'clock. We'll be back. Y'all hang in there. You got me to hush now. Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to the Hexel Back Forum. It's about uh, 7.32 in the ATL. we got a beautiful weekend here. It's hot. Yeah, summer is just, summer's not here yet, but you will know it by the 90-degree temperatures that we've been experiencing here for the last week. Uh, uh, it looks like it's going to be 90 into the foreseeable future here <laughs> in June, early June. I guess it's not early June. It's almost midway through June. It's the 13th, Saturday the 13th. But it's 88 degrees outside now at 730. Uh, some of the folks up in Ohio were telling me that they, uh, they don't mind this little warm weather at all <laughs> after the winter they had after the winter they had up there they're glad to see uh, a little warm weather I uh, I don't know I winter was wasn't that bad I mean here in the, here in Georgia I, I, I gotta say um, I think do we have any ice incidents? Seem like to me I don't I don't believe we had any this year. Last year uh, people got stuck out there on on the expressway. The ice storm came through, but this this one was fairly mild for us down here. Now, but right now they they got all kind of crazy weather out in the. The flying states were Texas, Oklahoma. They got all kind of inclement weather, if you will, or mixed up weather, tornadoes and the lights, floods. Says here, I'm looking at a belief on the internet, theories grow in missing Malaysian Flight 370. It's been 15 months, y'all, since that plane disappeared, going from Kuala Lumpur to uh, Beijing. That thing just disappeared off the radar, out of sight. <laughs> Ain't nobody found hair tales of it since. They don't know where that plane is at, but they still coming up with theories about uh, what happened to it. 289 people on board, uh, presumably dead at this time. Uh, but nobody knows. Nobody knows. They haven't been able to locate the wreckage out there in the Indian Ocean. The Indian Ocean is, I don't know, nine times bigger than the United States, y'all. <laughs> it covers an area like that. So that's a big area and deep. I think some seven miles deep. So uh, it's like looking for a needle in the haystack. If uh, you assume that it went down in the Indian Ocean and don't nobody know. Don't nobody know if that's the case. The only thing they know for sure is that it's missing. 
that's the only thing they know for sure is that that plane is missing somewhere. Is missing. And, uh, I, you know, that's about like the prison break out there in New York. Folks don't know how <laughs> those two uh, prisoners was able to get out of that maximum security uh, facility. They don't understand how it was that two inmates found the tools in the revolve to come out of that uh, I mean, it's 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 mind-boggling when you just think about it. It's mind-boggling. Y'all excuse this chair. Ashmo still got to get him a chair. The background noise you hear. Anybody got a chair they want to donate to the Ashmo? Hey, no. Ain't no shame in my game, y'all. <laughs> we'll take it if you if you got one. Hey, we got a free call in number one eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. You can reach the Hushbow Black Forum. It's a free call in. We don't take many calls out here, but we will take a call from time to time. We will take a call from time to time. Uh we cover social issues pertaining to uh, the African American community, if you will. Or just hot topics that's filling the news uh, of today. Hillary Clinton had a big kickoff rally up in New York today. Sounded a populist theme much in the vein of Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders uh, they trying to pull her left whatever that means uh, she's uh, it appears to me that to be the only viable democratic candidate although I like Bernie Sanders uh, I just don't think he's going to He's going to uh, uh, be there for uh, at the end of the day. But I like Bernie. He uh, shoots straight from the hip, <laughs> much like his, his counterpart on the Republican side, Lindsey Graham down there in South Carolina. Lindsey tell it just like he see it. Or, uh, <laughs> but... Uh, I don't think Mr. Lindsay is going to get too far either. Uh, Out of the 20 Republicans that they got running, ain't not a over 10% in the the polls. How how they going? They they need to uh, stop talking about Hillary and try to figure out how they going to break out of that pack (laughs) and win a a nomination. How is 20? the candidates, how are they going to uh, win their own or that thing? That's what
to know how is that going to happen? How is that going to work? Uh, that's going to be the fascinating thing about this. Uh, they all talking about Hillary this, Hillary that. <laughs> they first they got to uh, figure out how they're going to win that Republican primary. That's what they. That's job one <laughs> if they hope to be president. They can't lose sight of. Job one, and job one for them is trying to figure out how to get the the Republican nomination. Uh, how to get uh, the Republican nomination out of a Out of Somebody made a joke about Lizzie Graham being a bro with no hope because he's single. I don't know what that means. But somebody thought it was pretty funny that he don't have a a lady friend. Well, in fact, I don't even know if that's the case or not. I don't know whether he have a lady friend or not. Uh, he said he came close to getting married once. But uh, somehow that didn't 
didn't work. It's a prison break case, need one decent snitch. Yeah, well, I guess so.
have a uh, positive effect on the economy with the money they're going to spend. <laughs> they might <laughs> that from that standpoint, uh, it might be a good thing, a good thing, or a temporary thing. It might be a, a good thing for uh, the economy temporarily uh, for the next sixteen months, anyway, because they're going to spend a ton of money on. Advertisement. Now it's got to create some job somewhere. <laughs> and advertising, advertising, and uh, the like. But uh, the money has gotten way out of control in our political system, yeah. Yeah, uh, the super PACs uh, is where all the money is collected and then spent on the various candidates. Uh, supposedly, those PACs can't coordinate uh, their efforts uh, with the candidate uh, themselves, but that's just a sham, you know. That's just a sham. Uh, I don't know. Money is uh, making 
the, uh, is going to make it hard <laughs> to do for the politicians to do because they have money just buy them all. They ain't going to do it because they, you know, somebody with a lot of money just buy them all. So don't do that. Don't vote on any craziness like that. I need my money uh, to be able to uh, affect uh, the change that I want. How much you need? hundred thousand here? A million? Here, shut up. Vote no. That's pretty much what the Coke brothers are doing. <laughs> I believe. Now, I don't know that. Uh, it's just too much money in the game, yeah. For uh, for me to have any faith in uh, the political system anymore, there's too much too much money. We're gonna take another quick pause for the calls, yeah. About five minutes till eight o'clock in the ATL. Y'all hang in there. We'll be right back. You got me in the high smoke. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back, though. Welcome back to the National Black Forum. About, wow, it's about 8 o'clock in the ATL, you yeah. Got this thing just about halfway licked here. Is coming up, y'all. How your father's been made? My children's is going to be out of town Father's Day, so I don't know what to expect. Uh, they tell me they're going to get me out to dinner when they return. they off to Europe, you they off to Europe somewhere. Caliban around the globe. I told them they could have took their father with them. I I'm retired. I got all the time in the world. They could have took me alone. If they really want to do something for their father for Father's Day. One of the stops is Ireland they go into. Well, I've been to Ireland, Scotland, this whole uh, area around there. I, I don't know. Amsterdam, <laughs> I can uh, get into pretty easy Paris, pretty easy, y'all. Uh, Ireland and Scotland, there's a lot of old castles and the like. But really, my name come from uh, Scotland. But, uh, yes, it's worth, worth checking out just for your own education, I suppose. You've never been there. That's where all the Scots come from, Scotland, yeah. Uh, that was the best part of my trip. Just checking out a couple of the the, the Scotch distilleries <laughs> back in my wilding out days. Uh, I bought a couple of balls that uh, have uh, pretty decent Scotch. <clears throat> I don't drink anymore, so. That wouldn't be as exciting for me today. It wouldn't be as exciting for me today as uh, it once was. Things that I I, uh, remember about the the trip to Scotland to the the distillery. It was interesting how the... uh, was collecting the water from the mountain and got this whole uh, distilling process that 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 goes through. Uh, they age it in oak vats and uh, the like, 
And at the end of the assembly line, and it's a process going, you know, uh, at the end of that thing, they've got a machine, a calculating machine that imposes a tax on every ball of liquor coming through that assembly line. Now, I don't, you know, I never could figure out who's collecting that tax, but I'm, I'm thinking it's the government. And they informed us that I think this thing had been around since 1600. We're still the 16-something. And uh, Scotland had been overran and conquered and, you know, by one country after Germany and, you know, just a host of uh, different nations has occupied and ruled over uh, Scotland. And they were saying that over the last four or five hundred years of this constant change in government, the one thing that was a constant was that tax machine. <laughs> no, no matter who took over the government, the one thing they left in place was the tax machine. <laughs> Just let you know, y'all. No matter how much how much things seem to change or how different <laughs> different systems still uh, uh, or uh, seem to be, the one common thing uh, uh, that they have uh, is uh, a desire to uh, collect taxes from its citizens. And uh, yeah, I found that to be quite in- interesting. That uh, no matter who took over the country, uh, they left the tax collecting uh, system in place and continued to extract uh, taxes from uh, the citizens there. Uh, yeah. We uh hey I'm just going back here looking at this thing come up a problem with you, but there's no problem with his uh fundraising. If you don't if ain't nobody doing nothing about it, there's no problem. Shut up.
Isaiah said it's 2020, but only some of us are blessed with the can that allows us to excuse our own mistakes by saying that back when we were making them, we knew things would work out terribly. <laughs> Such is the wisdom of former defense secretary Donald Rumsfeld. I'm quoting from this article there by Paul Waldman, uh, senior writer with American Prospect. Says it's a left-leaning magazine. Wow. Draft back. 
when do we get the draft back and then uh, uh, make some decisions about uh, war and peace? We'll be in a much better uh, position to uh, support uh, Lindsay's uh, war burglary with a draft, get everybody involved. Everybody needs some skin in the game. So let's, let's put the draft back. And while we register, and I made a suggestion last week that I'm following up on every every show, is that put the draft back, register everyone when they turn 18, and at the same time, uh, they're automatically registered to vote. As you register for military service, you automatically are registered to vote. That's the way uh, uh, I foresee uh, this thing uh, being. That would eliminate a lot of this uh, voter registration mess going forward. It's not going to uh, uh, solve the problem 100%, but it would. Uh, going forward, everyone that turned 18 in this country is going to get a uh, registration uh, ID and a voter, uh, which will include uh, <clears throat> being registered to vote uh, in the country. Register for military service, automatically register to vote. You automatically are registered to vote. <clears throat> you're automatically are registered to vote when you register for military service when you turn 18. Just for any kind of registration at all, whether it be for a driver's license, you register to vote. For gun license, you register to vote automatically. You automatically register to vote, whatever state, whatever, whatever. When you apply for one of those picture ID. The other thing that happens is you register automatically to vote. You automatically become registered to vote. Automatically. Driver's license, gun permits, registering for military service. Those are three avenues by which you're automatically registered to vote. And you can go down to Senate with the various uh, uh, normal channels to a register to vote. Those are just automatically, uh, automatic vehicles that get you registered without in uh, pictured ID at the same time. 
I've got to write up an author here. Uh, a piece on uh, that. I've got to write up a piece on that. On how that would be one of the ways to uh, get every all the citizens registered. said that uh, there should be 20 days of early voting in every state. I I, I agree with her there. I agree with her. And not only that, I I, uh, go further by saying that uh, there should also be uh, automatic registration for voting by requiring every 18-year-old to register for military uh, service. Uh, Bring back the draft at the discretion of the commander-in-chief. Everybody register for the draft and can be drafted at the discretion of the executive who controls the military. But everybody has to register for military service in this country as part of citizenship, part of being a a good citizen, uh, in my mind. As part of being a good citizen, Uh, nothing can be more patriotic than serving the country. Uh, the servant in the armed forces of this country. Nothing can be more patriotic. All this lip service that we get from uh, these politicians and uh, these uh, talk show hosts. Nothing is more patriotic than serving in this country's military. Uh, everybody should uh, uh, be presented the opportunity to do just that. Everybody should be uh, presented the opportunity to protect uh, the uh, to protect this country. Three hundred hey, it should be left to less than one percent of the three hundred million folks we got here. We've got to expand that that pool. We've got to expand that pool. And about the only way to do it uh, fairly is to bring back the draft. Bring back the draft. As 
about the only way to do it fairly. I mean, uh, surely now the Republican candidates should have a problem with everybody serving uh, in the armed forces to defend the country that they want to uh, 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 go to war. <laughs> They're so anxious to go to war. Uh, surely none of them is against uh, everybody serving uh, in the military. Every citizen. I don't know what's going on here with this. Somebody attacked uh, the police station out in Dallas. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. He drove up in an armored vehicle. Star shooting. I don't have any idea what was on his mind. He had some kind of I don't know what he had up. Let's see, Texas resident Jim Bowler tells CNN Sarah Sittner that police and agents from the FBI and ATF came to his house and told him that his son, James, had been killed after a standoff that followed a shootout at Dallas Police Headquarters early Saturday. Jim Bowler says, he thought his son would have directed his anger not at police but at his mother who was granted custody of James Bowers' son in April. I don't know. A man unleashed a barrage of gunfire on Dallas police headquarters and planted explosives outside the building in early Saturday, narrowly failing to wound many more leading to a chase to a suburb that ended with SWAT officers killing him in his van at a restaurant parking lot. Jack in a box restaurant in suburb Hudson's. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know what his, his intent was if it was to kill policemen. He <clears throat> did a lousy job of that.
well. I don't know if this was a terrorist plot or what, but it seemed like the guy had some kind of dispute with or some kind of incident involving this kid being taken away.
to be uh, all over our streets. Thanks for a much dangerous society. Uh, it's just amazing how uh, how uh, that has uh, came about over the last twenty years. Uh, one of the prison workers up in New York is George Mitchell. They got her in custody, uh, accused of aiding uh, in the escape. Uh, Say so she provided them with the tools to cut through wall cells or sell walls to their escape from an upstate New York prison a week ago. They need more than that. I, don't, I still say that little stuff, a hacksaw blade, a chisel, a punch, and a screwdriver. <clears throat> Dangerous contraband into sitting the correctional facility court records there. Well, they got her locked up. I don't know. Pierce is on one of the one of the escapees somehow charmed her. Whatever that means. I don't know. She, but her husband was working at the prison too. Said he might be in on it. She pleaded not guilty.
it's dark as those pipes that they have to crawl through. There's no light in there. How in the world did those two guys get out of that place and left a note, a smiling note, talking about have a good day? <laughs> we out of here. We'll see you later. A nice, neat cut hole in a pipe. Now, this is just something out of a Hollywood movie, y'all. This is something straight out of a Hollywood movie. This escape is. Uh, in fact, I don't know if Hollywood could make a movie uh, as daring <laughs> and <laughs> as calculated and and uh, Uh, as planned and and as you know executed as with the uh, precision that these two guys who had been in jail for years facing the rest of their life in jail uh, uh, was able to uh, uh, carry out this thing it's it's man boggling to me I guess I mean I don't know. Anybody have an idea about how they were able to do this? We, uh, what else going on in the world, yeah? We're going to take another quick pause for the calls here, y'all. You got me to hush note. Y'all hang in there. We'll be right back. It's about 25 to 9 here, y'all, in the ATL. Y'all hang in there. We'll be right back. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back, uh, welcome back to the National Black Forum. It's about twenty minutes till now. Clock uh, just about uh, in the fourth quarter. This thing. American Pharaoh did win that Triple Crown. Now, yeah. did I tell you? Great, great horse. I say great. I use that term sparingly. But any horse that uh, wins that Triple Crown, I think, deserves that title. Uh, there's degrees of greatness. Greatness, the greatest of them all, in my in my humble opinion, was Secretary. They say that uh, had American Pharaoh been running against Big Red, uh, he would have lost by 15 lengths. Secretary <laughs> uh, won that thing by 25 lengths, y'all, and was pulling the weight when he crossed the finish line. Pulling away when he crossed the finish line, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that guy was unusual. He was unusually great. Secretary was unusually great. This guy, somehow, I think he's a great, 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 great grandson of Secretary. American Pharaoh is. So that bloodline is there. That bloodline is there. Uh, that's, how they, that's how that stuff goes in uh, breeding horses. In fact, I need to uh, kind of uh, wonder if I could Google the bloodline of uh, American Pharaoh. I guess you can, I mean. Just to see how that thing went down. Let's see. If we can uh let's see if we can time to uh See if we can time to uh,
Yeah, Secretariat. Secretariat is in his bloodline. I, I'm just looking at the bloodlines of American Pharaoh. Sure enough, Secretary the Fleckers is grandfather, great grandfather, great great grandfather, great 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 grandfather of Secretary. Wow, that's interesting. That is interesting. That, uh, well, that is really interesting, but not surprising, not surprising, Mm-mm. not surprising at all, wow, yeah, you can follow up. Uh, the bloodline of these race horses back for uh, quite a few uh, generations. And all the great ones normally, there's a thread. There's a DNA thread that runs through them. And uh, if you look at his bloodline, you, uh, you're not as surprised to see him winning all this crazy stuff. What you, that's, you know, when you're out there at the racetrack doing handicapping, that's one of the things you want to look at, the horse's bloodline. That's one of the things you want to look at, his bloodline. If you're a serious handicapper. If you're a serious handicapper, that's a good thing to look at. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it makes sense now that he did win his triple crown. Chip off the old shoulder. Chip off the old block, as they say. Uh Yeah, that would be another big rear. Bloodline's been diluted too much. His bloodline been diluted too much. But they take American Fair off and made him up with the some of the great Phillies, the great Phillies today, you might have something in a few generations. If you can kind of breathe back up, you might be able to uh, get back to the Secretariat, but it'll take generations. It would take generations to accomplish that feat. Uh, and then I'm not even sure how it would uh, work. I'm sure you could do it, though. Oh, yeah, you could do it. I mean, 
I remember watching Secretary at uh, Rudd. I remember watching him run.
talking about the CIA declassified the report on 9-11 shortcoming after 10 years. Uh, nothing glaring was newly uh, disclosed. They did uh, redact a lot of information in there. Uh, the problem the report states is that CIA just did not perform their jobs satisfactorily. One section of interest touched on the role of Saudi Arabia and its links to any, if any, with Al Qaeda. While there was some speculations among U.S. intelligence agencies that a few Saudi government officials may have supported bin Laden, there was not enough information to confirm. The report states the team encountered no evidence that the Saudi government knowingly and willingly supported the Al Qaeda terrorists. <sighs> right, it just so happened that all the 19 hijackers was from Saudi Arabia. At least 17 of the 19 was Saudi citizens, including Bin Laden himself. Bin Laden coming from a permanent Saudi family, the Bin Laden family, a rich Saudi family, a rich Saudi family, the Bin Ladens. So I don't know, you know. But why is this news today? It's nearly 500 pages documented, redacted in parts, elaborates on a list of systemic problems that Inspector General found that contributed to miswarnings of Osama bin Laden's plot to hijack planes and use them as weapons. Yeah, we know all of that. Was after the fact. I mean, yeah, I'm still amazed that just as I'm amazed at the prison break here this past week, I'm amazed that the 19 folks could hijack four American airlines and fly them into the trade towers and bring them down flat into the Pentagon and do serious damage. Uh, uh, it's, it's just amazing that that, uh, that occurred without uh, this country being able to do anything about it, apparently. But somebody was not doing their job. Somebody definitely was not doing their job, here you go. There's just no other way to uh, sum it up. It looks like a horrible, horrible uh, failure uh, failure to communicate. Looks uh, like a horrible failure of communication there between government departments uh, uh, that allowed the 9-11 to occur. And we've been in turmoil, turmoil, more ever since. We've been at war ever since 9/11. Now, yeah. 
and no end in sight. There's really no end in sight. I, I don't care how you spin it. There's just no end in sight. Uh, we, in fact, uh, looks like uh, we can ready to re-escalate uh, the war that we're in. This little they wound down. The president wound them down, but uh, uh, events dictate uh, something else. <laughs> we about to wind this thing back up again. Looks like, especially after this president leave office, I ain't no bet on the next president. Y'all, there's no guarantee of what will happen, no matter who's the next president. Uh, uh, we just don't know. Hey, y'all, that's just about going to do it for me. We're going to see you right back here next week, uh, June 20th, y'all, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. next Saturday. We'll be back with you. Tell a friend about us, the Hushmore Black Forum. Until the end, y'all, ciao. The Hushmore Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out. At the Heismore Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.